Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Holly, she is our, like, number one investigator, as evidenced by her cracking wide open the case of 38 Water yesterday, if you missed it. 138 Water. I'm sorry, 138 Water. It's in the first hour of yesterday's show, and you can really hear how Holly goes deep when she finds a case that deserves her attention. Well, there's another case that deserves Holly's attention. And it is the case of the Gotti movie. And this is the movie starring John Travolta. She's about to tell uh, tell us all about it on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is in Uganda. Uh, we just got his voicemail that we will be sending off to have produced up so you can hear what he's up to. And uh, But Holly has been filling in. Sonny's at the controls, and the three of us are taking you through your uh, early afternoon yeah. and Holly give us the latest on John Travolta and the Gotti movie oh well this all started yesterday mm-hmm. yesterday we didn't have an opportunity to get to this story because I was going to name the Gotti film Twitter account my Lord D-bag of the day yes so we didn't get to that. But the reason I was going to name that Twitter account my D-bag of the day was because of the following tweet that they put out on June 18th. So this would have been on Monday. This is from the Gotti Film Twitter account. Okay. Audiences love Gotti, but critics don't want you to see it. The question is why? Trust the people and see it for yourself. I say it like um, that because there are lots of question marks. And, uh, you mean they, exclamation points? No question marks. The question is why? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Basically, the people who made Gotti know that they have a stinker on their hand, so they're trying a different tactic to try to get people into movie theaters. That's because critics don't want you to see it because it is an awful movie. The movie currently has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Again, I just would like to say... Uh, that makes me want to see it because what does a zero percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes look like? Don't fall for it. I'm Colleen. sorry. I know it's a steaming pile of poo, but I just, you know how that goes when you see something that you just want to see more a- a- about it because you're like, how can something really be so bad? To save yeah. your money, I got a bootleg. Oh, it, no. oh okay. Well, <laughs> she's <laughs> lying. Sonny, <laughs> oh, do not tell do me. Not, yes, but this is not like watching the video that we watched of the two people doing it on an airplane at the beginning of the show. Now, that True. is something that you want to watch because it's a train wreck. Yes. And you can't keep your eyes off of Understood. it. But this is supposed to be a horrible movie and the Gaudi publicity department is trying to turn this around and trying to get people intrigued to go and see it. Basically saying, like, those elite critics, they don't know anything. Audiences love this movie. You should go and see it for yourself. Interestingly enough, another entity was saying the same thing yesterday, Colleen. Okay, can I, because, so when I first heard that, do you know what I thought? I thought, 
Wow, Scientology, because as you know, Scientology responsible for John Travolta, period. Yep. I mean, you know, he credits Scientology with his career. That is part of the MO of Scientology is to recruit celebrities to be the face of their religion for good PR. And then they treat the celebrities really well, but they also kind of bribe them because they've got information on them. Right. Right. So and Scientology has kind of bad PR, but they're really good about, about they have loud voices. So I thought, okay, well this is probably Scientology saying, no, it's a great movie because they're trying to still boost John Travolta's um, stardom. Stardom. So is it Scientology that's putting this information out there? It may or may not be, but I have zero evidence pointing at the Church of Scientology being responsible for this marketing campaign. I do, however, have another entity that tweeted out or sent out push notifications yesterday of the following. Audiences love Gotti, but critics think otherwise. Who do you trust? See it today. That push notification was being sent by MoviePass. Oh, look at you, Halcure Poirot. Woohoo! You are, so you got this, an identical tweet. Yes. To what you saw about Gotti elsewhere from the Gotti movie from MoviePass. Yes, from hmm. MoviePass. Hmm, interesting. Now, why would MoviePass, the movie subscription service, Bradley Trainer is a fan of MoviePass. Yes, I believe is. he has MoviePass. That yep. is where you pay a monthly fee enabled to see unlimited movies in the movie theater. It's a pretty great service. Yeah. A lot of people are fans. Now, why would MoviePass be sending this push notification for me to go and see this crappy movie, Gotti, starring John Travolta? Well, the reason why is because MoviePass invested in the film Gotti. They have a seven-figure stake in this movie through their independent film financing Mm. branch, meaning that MoviePass has a financial stake in whether or not you go and see this film. So, of course, they're going to send push notifications like, audiences love Gotti, but critics think otherwise. Who do you trust? See it today. Put money in our pockets. Go see Gotti. Wow. And, by the way, Colleen... 40% of the movie's $1 million gross over the past weekend was from MoviePass subscribers. Okay. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's something illegal happening. (laughs) No, right? Like, I don't know. My mom always says when it's that much money, there's definitely something. Right? There's something illegal (laughs) happening there because I, and I don't know what it is because I am not, I didn't pay to go to the school where they teach you this stuff. Yeah. Um, nor- I believe that's the school of hard knocks. <laughs> but honestly, how can that be that a company that gets money from people going to movies then finances movies? Right? Well, is that's that, a is that branch- a dumb? No, because your your tingly your spider sense is tingling. Yeah, that's correct. I knew something because, was tingling <laughs> because uh, back in the day, I I think it's called vertical integration, meaning that back in the day, back mm-hmm. in the 1950s, the big movie studios controlled the creation and distribution of films, and that was broken up because of antitrust laws being right. like you can't make the movies and distribute the movies at the same time. Right. But you can, because what I'm like, here's what I'm saying. This to me feels very similar to say AMC. If AMC made movies and then showed those movies in their theaters. Right. 
how, you know, that doesn't, to me, that doesn't feel very legal. Yeah, again, well, my no, spidey again, senses. you're going back to vertical integration where the mm-hmm. old movie theaters used to produce, distribute, and exhibit the film. So something about this is off. Now, I don't know where we stand in 2018 regarding those kinds of laws, mm-hmm. but it's it, shady to say the least. And by the way, if you go to Rotten Tomatoes, RottenTomatoes.com for the movie Gotti, it still is at 0% because all the critics hate it. However, now you go to the Gotti reviews Uh-oh. from the people. Uh-oh. The people who have seen Gotti, they have spoken and they have given it five stars. Barry Kay says, ignore the critics. Let's click on Barry Kay's profile, shall oh, we? Oh, no. Here she goes. Oh, what is Barry? She's, She's down the rabbit hole. Lot. Oh, interesting. Oh, what has um, Karan D seen? John Travolta clearly put great effort into playing John Gotti. Five stars. What else? No. Okay. No, no other Just reviews cl- from him? One, one other review. The Cloverfield Paradox from this last year. Mm. Oh, and a lot of these people have no profile. Um, okay, pictures. so essentially bots. And but yeah, it's well now they're not bots. Rotten Tomatoes has clarified that these oh. reviews are not from bots. However, we don't know who these people are. I mean, granted, they're mm-hmm. anonymous people. Yeah, but I know who it is. It's, oh, it's, an, it's an intern at the uh, movie making arm of Movie Pass that is essentially being paid by the review right now to just write positive reviews exactly i mean seriously i don't understand colleen why this movie Gotti, starring john travolta just didn't go straight to video on demand lots of stars like john travolta have great video on demand careers i look at you bruce willis Mm -hmm. i look at you action stars of yore it's great you can sit on your butt order the movie for five dollars bada bing bada boom you're done it's okay this this whole it's an ego thing you know it totally is an ego thing somebody is like yeah, I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. You, I can't do the math on it. But it's better to go straight to video and have that be successful yes. than it is to lay your neck on the line, throw it out in theaters, and have it be so critically panned. I will tell you, we did get a tweet from Paul McGuire Grimes, Paul's trip to the movies. He's our buddy. He comes in on Fridays to tell us what's in theaters, what's worth seeing, and he wrote the following. As far as I know, Gotti wasn't even screened for critics here in Minnesota. So, like we've said before, that usually, what he means by that is that's a pretty good indicator that it is a steaming pile of poo. Yay, proceed with caution. Anthony C. Or don't proceed. This movie was fantastic. Oh, sorry, Anthony C. Profile page not found. Hmm, interesting. Anyways, Weird. Always follow the money. Always follow the money is right. All right. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have a little reboot or get the boot for you. There is a, a TV show that is maybe even possibly more than a rumor. Can I give a hint? Yeah. <laughs> Good hint. What's the show? We'll tell you after this on My Talk 1071. Okay. So on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is out of the country. We'll talk about him a little bit later in the show. Holly Roberts filling in. Sonny is here on the controls. When I say we're everything entertainment, that means everything entertainment of all time, right? So even TV shows that we used to watch in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those TV shows want to make a comeback. And when they decide to do that, we need to decide if they deserve a reboot, if they should get the boot. Reboot. Or get the boot. Okay, so we have a new show to consider, Holly. 
Colleen. I'm excited about it. Okay. Sonny oh, is so Sonny excited is about excited it. She can't even it. wait for the announcement. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the show is The Nanny. <laughs> okay, so you remember the, the Nanny was uh, a show that was on in the late 90s. It ended in 1999, and Fran Drescher was the star of that show. She played The Nanny, whose name was Fran. Fran. Now, I will tell you my, like, uh, Fran Drescher for me, Fran Drescher circa uh, Spinal Tap, where she played Bobby Flackman. I loved her. You liked early 80s Fran. You were a fan of Fran before Fran was a thing. Look at you. Oh, here we go. Listen, there we go. I love this intro. I mean, it was a cute intro, right? It was a little jazzy. The nanny. Yeah, but the disappointing part about this intro was just like how bewitched and I, I Dream and Jeannie were disappointing. It said it was a cartoon, Ooh. and after it was done, it was no longer a cartoon. It wasn't a cartoon anymore. Oh, I remember that. human beings that we had to watch. Well, <laughs> it sounds as though Fran Drescher is hinting that... A nanny reboot could be in progress. Let's hear uh, Fran Drescher talking about it. Peter and I are talking about we're working on a very big project that's going to be very exciting for the fans, but I'm not at liberty to announce it yet. What would they be up to today, apparently? Our show would be the same characters 20 years later. We can't just pick up where we left off. But in a way, that could be really good because the show can have a whole fresh bend to it. Oh, wow. Okay, wow. Well, first Great of all, her deep insights from Fran Drescher. <laughs> the voice is still there. It is. She could never get rid of that voice, mm-hmm. Colleen. I'm sure that it's just like Paris Hilton I used know. to be back in the day when Paris Hilton talked in her baby voice for right. the cameras. Yes, it's exactly. Hot. And then in real life, she was like, that's hot. <laughs> she had a regular voice. I know. Same with Michael Jackson, Same with Michael too. Jackson, exactly. But that is Fran Drescher's voice. And I will say, I really do think that that was part of the attraction of the nanny. Of course. Mm-hmm. I have a confession. Fashion. Okay. Safe space. I've never seen that show. Oh. I know. And I it's like a big pop culture blind spot for me, but I there was nothing about that show that was attractive to me. Colleen, I'm here to tell you. Yeah. You can continue to live a full, fulfilling <laughs> life without dipping back Thank into you. the nanny. That's, I don't need to dip into the nanny. No, you don't. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I love the show. <laughs> well, what about it. it? Did you love? I just I love the storyline. I love that. Um, I can't. I can never remember their names, but nanny, uh, nanny, but Fran and how they had little, little flirting going on. And yes, Cece with the dad, and with and Mr. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Sheffield. Like yeah. I, I, I really like that. And it was a, it was when that was out, I was kind of in a dark time in my life. So that was one of my places that I escaped to yeah. was listening to her crazy voice. I get <laughs> it. So it was a happy escapist show yes. for you, Sonny. Yes. And you are totally okay going back to that happy place again. My only concern is... Her voice doesn't sound as peppy and poppy as, you know, because obviously she's older, but, you know, that's my, I just, I'm, I the miss ravages the ravages of time <laughs> have taken their exactly. toll on Fran Drescher. more like this now, yeah. So, so, <laughs> Which so it could have been an act too, so. So then we have to decide. Now, Colleen, yeah. you never watched The Nanny. I Sonny, didn't. you love The Nanny, but uh-huh. you're skeptical about it being in 2018. And quite frankly, I don't need to revisit The Nanny mm. ever again. So, what is our consensus? Does the nanny get a reboot or does it get the boot? I'm going with get the boot. Reboot, 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 reboot. And I'm feeling Holly's got to get the boot. And so (laughs) big old boot. Okay, so Sonny, my apologies (laughs) if it were left to the council of the Colleen and Bradley show. It's not happening. It wouldn't probably happen. But that, you know, listen, never say never. Because (laughs) I think that we've seen that there can be some success with reboots. Mm -hmm. As long as you don't tweet racist things. This is true. I'm looking at you, Roseanne. Um, But I, I think that we've seen that there can be success. And there can be success in picking up 20 years later. I know we have a Murphy Brown reboot that's, right. com- mm-hmm. that's forthcoming. And for every Roseanne, we get a success like Will and Grace. It's true. Yes, it's, you it's know, true. It's hard to reboot that stuff, to, to find that magic, that synergy. It's hard to reboot. I agree with you. I, yeah. But what I, do, what I do think is when there's been really good chemistry with a cast, mm-hmm. that doesn't get lost. Mm. And so if the chemistry in the cast was there in the beginning Mm -hmm. it'll be there if they reboot and i I, you know whether or not that will make it survive i don't know but it probably bodes well all right when we come back we have got some d-bags for you lord and lady d-bags celebrities behaving badly on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 my talk 1071 everything are you not entertained are you not entertained entertainment celebrities behaving badly this is our moment. This is where they shine on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, is in Uganda. We have a voicemail that we'll be playing for you a little bit later in the show from him. Uh, but Holly's been filling in, and Sonny's at the controls. And now we must crown Lord and Lady D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag. Of, of the, the day. day. <laughs> All right, Colleen, my lady D-bag today is a light D-bag. Oh, a, a light, light a light D-bag. Just a light D-bag, but okay. But a light lady D-bag nonetheless. Now, Colleen, can you tell me what day of the week it is? It is Wednesday. Fantastic. That means it's been 48 hump hours. Day. It is hump yes. day. We are not even straddling the hump no. anymore. We are over the fully hump. Fully over it. We are fully over. It's in the afternoon on hump day, but that means that this time 48 hours ago, Colleen Lindstrom during this very segment, mm. you gave Miss Kim Kardashian a pardon. I did. I, I gave her a, a D-bag reprieve. Yes, you did. You gave her a D-bag reprieve. Because of all of the work she is doing in advocating for prison reform and specifically prisoners who she feels uh, with her educated viewpoint have gotten kind of a, a, a raw deal when it comes to their sentencing. Mm-hmm. I, and I think it's a noble cause and I want to celebrate that Kim Kardashian is using her celebrity for good. Yes. 
So I gave her a 48 hour reprieve and I note that reprieve is expired. That reprieve is expired. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, there weren't a lot of celebrities behaving badly today. So I looked over on Kim Kardashian's. There are people who capture her Snapchats and then put them on Instagram because I don't follow her on Snapchat. Sorry. Smart. Smart. You're fine. So she put up this snap of herself hanging out in a thong and her bra. And she said, packing. Okay. <laughs> and Wait, she's packing? Just, like she's... I don't know what... Well, is she packing something or is she packing for a trip? Well... You know what I mean? Because when you say packing, that can mean that she's got, you know, mm-hmm. a weapon. Well, I don't know. Maybe her curves are weapon. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, that's her, maybe that's what she's saying. Maybe there's something in a pocket that I don't know of. Anyways, it was just like, okay, well, she's back at it now. But then I was torn, Colleen. I was really torn because I was thinking about all the good things that Kim Kardashian does. And the fact that she wants to pose in her underwear and bra, that's okay because she can do both at the same time. She can both pose in her bra and underwear, Mm -hmm. doing the things, taking selfies of herself and do things for the public good at the same time. So then I asked myself, am I the D-bag for thinking that she's the D-bag? No, you're fine. Holly, I love this about you. You are being thoughtful about your, you're being impeccable with your word. You're being thoughtful about what you're presenting. But number one, numero uno, I would like to draw your attention to the fact that this picture of Kim Kardashian posing is not just a picture. It is a video. I'd like for you to hit the play button on it and just watch. For those of you who can't see what I'm looking at, it is a moving picture of Kim Kardashian on her knees Popping her booty out, wearing uh, a little bralette and a thong. I, it appears to be of the army green hue. Um, her, she's, it look, um, how do I explain it? She's moving while she's admiring herself in her selfie. She's, she's taking a picture of herself in the mirror. Well, she's tilting her head back and forth yes. and she's rubbing her hand up and down her thigh like she just maybe shaved. You know when you yes. have nice smooth legs yes. and then you it just, just kind of feels and it, good. It just kind of feels nice. Can I just... I've asked this before, but I, I have to wonder this... Why do they all want... all They all being all the Kardashian daughters, why is it that they want to look like a sex doll so badly? We're getting close to the singularity calling. I mean, it we is, won't be able to differentiate between the human beings and the and sex dolls. The cyborgs. I mean, she cyborg does sex look dolls. like a sex doll. Um, I just have to ask you a question, though. Ain't nobody uh, creeped out by this. I thank well, you well, because yes. here's what I'm trying to say. I listen. Let's safe space, right? We're okay. in the trust mm-hmm. tree. Safe space. Safe space. When you're alone in your closet, do you ever put underwear on and? Admire yourself in such a way in in the closet and caress your thigh. In, yeah, well, in the mirror. I will say this: as okay, a person what? who has, as a woman who has dealt with self esteem issues, and I am starting to love my body more now. I don't. I don't do this for other people. I do this for me. To sure. Say, hey, you know, you look good. You but, look good. Right. But I guess are you asking like why is there a need to show everyone else? I guess yeah. it's one thing to feel yourself, right, right and right. to be yes. proud right. of the way that you look. 
but you're not necessarily sharing that moment. You don't need to make public. everybody else feel yeah. you. Yeah. All right. Of, yes. Also, I mean, but maybe she needs to. Well, I think she well, does. Yes, I, think, I mean, I think yes. that's like her whole career well, is trying course. to make other people feel her. She looks great after, yeah. after two babies. Of course mm-hmm. she does. I mean, she does. She looks amazing. <laughs> yes. But we already have known that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. there's no shortage of pictures of right. her in various stages of undress. Um, I, it's just, it's such an odd juxtaposition for me. And, mm. I, you know, to your point, Holly, I don't think now this D bags turned into like a real deep conversation, <laughs> but that's okay. Let's to your go there. point, you, you, you don't have to just in order to do good, you don't have to be perfect or, or you don't be have, buttoned up. Or you don't be, have to look a certain no. way or you don't have to act a certain way. It's no, we are all people with multitudes about us. That said, I don't think, I think it is part of the human condition to acknowledge when somebody is doing something that maybe is slightly outside of our um, our agreed upon norm as a culture, and 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 judge that behavior, right? right? So I don't think you know. I we don't think Kim Kardashian is a bad person. Obviously, mm-hmm. well, maybe not. Obviously, some people do. We just yeah. wonder sometimes. We just uh, yeah. Like, is she feeling okay? Also, I was, has she gotten enough hugs? <laughs> I'd like to introduce the concept. Of the uncanny valley, meaning that Kim Kardashian, looking at this video, she is living in the uncanny valley. Now, the uncanny valley is usually applied to video games. Okay, yeah, because I'm going to need some. And I don't it's a phenomenon where a computer-generated figure or a humanoid mm. robot bears a near identical resemblance to a human being. Meaning, mm-hmm. I don't know. If Kim Kardashian is now a humanoid robot or if she is a real uh, person, she is crossing into that line Yeah, based on this video. I mean, there's filters, there's whatever. I don't know. She looks real. very animatronic. I don't know what's real anymore. I know. I get it. And I get I'm, it. I'm just really confused. I don't feel warm from this. Like, no. I, like I get like, it's, it's, it's creepy to me. I'm going to be honest. I, I get that's the thing that she does. That's her, that's, that's her, her thing right. is her beauty. And I'm not knocking her, but just on a human to human level thing. <laughs> yes. This looks creepy. She's just going back and forth. And I remember when Beyonce was at a basketball game a few years back and she was just kind of rocking back and forth and everybody thought something was wrong with her and right. i'm getting kind of these same vibes. oh yes yeah. i remember that too yeah. and that's just that's i don't know maybe i'm not a i'm not a millionaire maybe this is a millionaire move maybe this is how they we move. just don't know these or things i just don't know these things <laughs> <laughs> maybe this is how they move i don't know can i also just or maybe oh, they've no. all been replaced by cyborgs and now we're being all tricked and this is all part Seriously. of the illuminati and they have taken oh. over the planet anyways i'm going to go over here now okay good idea Bye. oh wow before she disappears <laughs> poof from the premises. Okay, really quick. And this is just rude to say, but it's just my truth. So I came to speak my truth today. Um, I just surfed over to Kim's Instagram. And when you look at her Instagram like profile, so you're not looking at specific pictures. You're looking at kind of the tiles yeah. of her Instagram. Yeah. That uh, short video of her rocking back and forth with her legs open and, you know, literally feeling herself and figuratively feeling mm-hmm. herself. It's right beside a picture of her sweet little daughter, North, putting makeup on in the mirror. Uh, And then it's just about, you know, four away from a picture of her with her sweet little baby, Shy. Um, It's weird to me to see all of those pieces together. Pieces of the puzzle Mm -hmm. all just babow right there. We are multifaceted human beings. Yes, you're right. Again, okay, so I don't know. We just went real deep on Kim Kardashian rocking back and forth sexually in her closet. 
But it, was she a D bag today? I'm still confused. Um, I, you know, I'm not sure, but I will tell you this: her husband is a D bag. Ah, because Nobody he apparently, I know, right? <laughs> exactly, because he made her cry when they first uh, started dating, and he told her she had quote the worst style. Stop it! She oh, threw wow. he, he threw away all of her clothes and replaced them with his curated wardrobe. Mm. And I just, you know, listen, nobody really wants to hear that in that way. He is a certified D-bag. He really is. For saying that. He is. And she is D-bag adjacent for continuing to defend him. And on that note, when we come back, it is time for the Throwback Live at 145. That is where Bradley and I usually go head to head on some vintage pop culture audio clips. Bradley is out of the country, as you know, so Rocco will be stepping in for him with the Throwback Live at 145. It's 145, which can only mean one very important thing. On the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, is in Uganda. We gonna hear from him in a little while. Holly Roberts has been filling in. Sonny's been running the controls. And now it's time for the throwback live. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. I love the smell of night pump in the morning. Oh, righty then. It's Throwback Live. Oh, you betcha, yeah. At 1.45. Go ahead. Make my day. Here's Holly Roberts. It's the hump day edition of the Throwback Live at 1.45. Here is how the game works. We'll play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins the Throwback Live at 1.45. And Colleen and Rocco... Shout out their names. Colleen! In order to buzz in. I win. Rocco. Rocco. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't I get as excited. This is one of the things about Rocco, though, is he. this is how he can sneak up on you because he doesn't get super quick and enthusiastic, but then he'll just like know something and just be like, Rocco. And then you're like, oh, man, I thought I had more time. He's trying to psych you out with yes, his chill. It's That's, super weird. You're on to me. <laughs> Now, Colleen, you have in front of you the uh, total victory tally for the Throwback Live at 145. We have been keeping track since we started playing the game earlier this year. Yes, so uh, Bradley, because he's not here, has selected Rocco as his stand-in in his absence, which means any wins that Rocco has racked up have gone toward Bradley's total. Um, Currently, the total is tied. Both Bradley and I have 35 total throwback live wins. Oh, man. Oh, man is right. Because it is Wednesday. He doesn't get back till Monday, which means I still have three days to play with a Bradley stand-in. And I really need to get ahead because I just would like to welcome him back with a nice gap. (laughs) Isn't that mean? Welcome back, Bradley. I'm winning. Uh, Well, we shall see if that becomes truth uh, on Friday afternoon, but now we have to play Wednesday's Throwback Live at 1.45. One day at a time. Let's play our first vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen and Rocco, please correctly identify the following. Colleen. Colleen. That's from Family Guy. Who is it? Stuart? No. I need a character name. I thought that was the name of the... Uh, I'm going to play it for you, Rocco. Ridge Road again, Rocco. Um, it's that other guy from Family Guy that wears like Hawaiian shirts. 
I need a name. <laughs> I don't know. I never really watched that show. <laughs> I use it for sound bites. <gasps> okay, I'm sorry. First of all, isn't there a baby in Family Guy or is that another show? No, there's a baby. Oh, okay. And his name isn't Stuart? No, the baby's name is Stuart. That character that you just heard was Quagmire. And yes, he does oh, wear Hawaiian shirts. I would have shirt. never gotten that. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That was a bummer. <laughs> sure was. So neither of us got a point on that one? Nope. Rocco, thank you for sucking alongside of me with that one. Thank you. Uh, let's move on to our <laughs> second vintage pop culture audio clip. Sorry to let you all down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rocco, Colleen, please tell me what this is. Rocco. Colleen, Rocco. <gasps> uh, the Price is Right theme. And Rocco is right, okay? Oh, music to my ears. Doesn't it take you back to a day where you would call in sick oh, at, yeah. at school oh, and then just... House. Oh, yeah. the best. I love that. Mm, All price right. is right. Rocco. Yay. My love of game shows pays it's off. finally paying life. off today. <laughs> You've done your family It's a big proud. moment. Mm-hmm. All right, Rocco, you have one point in today's Throwback Live at 145. Colleen, you have yet to score, but it is still anybody's game. We're moving on to our third vintage pop culture audio clip. Rocco, Colleen, please correctly identify this. I'm sailing! Colleen, oh. Colleen, that is What About Bob? That is Bill Murray as the character Bob tied to the front of a sailboat. I'm oh. sailing! I'm sailing! I'm sailing! Wearing a Don't no. Hassle Me, I'm Local t-shirt. Oh, yeah, that is right. I love oh. that movie. Colleen, mm. you're on the board now. You have one yes. point in Thank today's you. Throwback Live at 145. Rocco, you also have a point. Still anybody's game today. Mm. So we're going to move on to our fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen, okay. Rocco, please correctly identify this piece of vintage audio. Rocco. Colleen, Ooh. Rocco. Pink Panther theme? Ah! <laughs> oh, I hate when that happens. <laughs> If you had a piano in your house, <laughs> you learned how to play this by ear, for sure. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, the classic theme from Henry Mancini. I always thought that the Pink Panther cartoon Panther was very confusing. 
because of the movie being like a live action yeah. movie. Well, right. And the Pink Panther in the movie is actually a piece of jewelry. Right. It's very confusing. Yeah. And also the insulation company. <laughs> yeah. That also is it adds confusion. I know. It's really hard sometimes. Thank, isn't you for, it, Colleen? thank you for I feel like you're mocking me, but I'm gonna pretend like that's real, real um concern. Thank it, you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, that means that the game is tied right now. Mm. Or no, wait, Mm-mm. it's not tied. Colleen you can tie the game and we can move on to the bonus round okay Rocco if you guess this vintage pop culture audio clip correctly you win today's throwback live at 145 so Colleen you gotta get this right in order to stay in the game Colleen Rocco please correctly identify this fifth vintage pop culture audio clip this is the true story Colleen Colleen that is the open to the real world True story. True story. Seven strangers get to live in a house. To live in a loft and have the lodge tape to find out what happens <laughs> when people stop being polite and start being start real. What's what season is it? That is the first season. That's New York. I can tell because they were picked to live in a loft, and after that, it was a house. And then after that, it was like an old fire station, but they still called it a house. And then there were a lot of other iterations of that. I'm waiting for them to stay in a sexy haunted mansion. Do you think that's going to be happening anytime soon? One of my no, but one of my favorite uh, seasons of that was New Orleans and that big, beautiful white house, like right. Uh, in the French Quarter, I, I, I wanted to live there. Sorry, oh. that was just me having a trip down memory lane. My Thank favorite you for was indulging me. season three when Puck ate the peanut butter also, with his fingers. Also an interesting season. Yes. Oh, they were all good. Wow, Colleen. Oh, we tied it up. It that means ah, that you man. just tied up the throwback live at 145. So that means that we have to go on to our bonus round clip. Colleen, you have two points. Mm-hmm. Rocco, you have two points. Now that means whoever correctly identifies this next following vintage pop culture audio clip will win today's game. No pressure whatsoever. Colleen, mm-hmm. Rocco, mm-hmm. please correctly identify this. Colleen! Wow. On me. Colleen. No matter where we go, you can count on me. That's perfect strangers. Uh. Oh, no! Well, stifle yourself, Rocco. I'm going to keep playing it just for you. All right. So mad. Is it my two dads? I am so mad at myself. Oh, I'm so mad at myself. Oh. Gosh, and I loved that show with Paul Reiser and the guy, the other guy sang that dumb song. Greg Evigan? Yeah. Of BJ and the Bear? Oh, I am so bad. Congratulations, Rocco. You just won today's Throwback Live at 145. What did I win? Rocco, you just won a year's supply of Metamucil (laughs) fiber crackers. Good, you deserve it. Oh, I'm so bad. Congratulations. Uh, thanks. I say that begrudgingly. Um, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go isolate that clip where you said you're going to welcome Bradley back with a large. What'd you say? Uh, a, a gap yes. is what I said. <laughs> I'm going to give him a gap, but I'm not now. So, well, maybe okay. I will. You, you don't know. Thank you, Rocco. Okay, Congratulations. Bye.
I, I, I'll say goodbye and uh, then I'll say mean things about you after you leave. Okay, here I go. Okay, thanks. Bye. Uh, <laughs> that was our throwback live at 145. We do that every day at 145. It's right there in the title. You can't forget it. Um, I can't believe that just happened. It did. I loved that show. I'm sure you did. I wanted to be her. Well, you're not. Because she had two super cool, really involved, very kind, loving dads. You prepared your whole life for that and you blew it. I know. I can't. I'm, we'll be back after this. We do have a question to ask you when we come back. I'll tell you what it is later. Bye.